Kingdom Perspective Broadcast, the teaching ministry of Dr. David Ogaga. We believe that this message is going to open up the seals and cause you to have a deeper revelation into the Word of God that will make you see beyond the letters in the Word. Here is Dr. David. And we exalt your name, we magnify you for you are faithful, you are precious, you are wonderful. You're loving. You are such an excellent man, God of glory, unto your people. We're coming to receive instruction from you. We're demanding for light and wisdom be granted unto us. That will make us light as well to express you as the ultimate goal of your intent for creating man. That will become your image and likeness upon the face of the earth. Thank you for your word. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, so we're going to continue with our um, subject on walking in your sonship. I started that last Sunday with you. And you're able to see light in it, I'm sure. Walking in your sonship. That's what we're dealing with this morning. Okay, this part two. So, let's go again to our major text, which is Romans chapter 8, verse from verse 15. Romans 8 from verse number 15. For you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba Father. And I keep on emphasizing, I also mention this when I get down to where Jesus is speaking. I mentioned this earlier on that slaves don't call God Father, or they don't call their masters Father. Slaves in the house can't refer to their master's father. They don't have that privilege. They don't have that right. Hallelujah. So for God to be saying that we can call him father shows that we are sons. We are not slaves. Amen. We are sons and not slaves. Praise the Lord. Verse 16 said, The spirit is a better witness with our spirit that we are what? The children of God. We are the children of God. Praise the Lord. And verse 17. And if children, the heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. Praise the Lord. Are you listening? We are the children of God. And last week I made you to understand that being a child It simply means there are certain things that The devil cannot impose on you They can't impose certain things on you I rightly make you understand that the taxes are paid By those who are not children of the king You pay taxes, you submit Only to the man that has rule over you And the devil is not the one ruling you but God Hallelujah I want to give you a simple illustration from the book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. I'll read verse 10, verse 17 and verse 25. Book of 1 Samuel chapter 17. This is David. And the Bible says, 1 Samuel 17 verse 10. And the Philistines said, 
Now, this is Goliath. You know the story. I'll defy the armies of Israel this day. Give me a man that we may fight together. Go to verse 17. And Jesse said unto David his son, Take now for thy brethren an ephah of this parched corn, and these ten loaves, and run to the camp to thy brethren. Go to verse 25. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that is come up? They are describing Goliath. Surely to defy Israel is he come up. And it shall be that the man who killed him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. Now, that's the point I want you to pick. Goliath was defiling Israel. And David took food to the brethren at the war front. And they told David, the understanding is any man that can kill this man, his family will be free from taxes in Israel. I want you to see something from the passage. As I go to the next reading. Make his father free in Israel. His family should be exempted from the imposition and services to which the general body of Israel were subjected to. They'll be free. That is to say, if they are going to collect taxes, David's family will not pay taxes because he killed Goliath. Are you there with me? The things that are being free from uh, taxes, like I said, every form of bondage, every form of imposition. Because a brother killed Goliath, his relations are free. And I came to announce to you that we have a brother who killed Goliath. Therefore, you are free. I will not permit out of ignorance for the devil to impose anything upon your light. Never. The understanding of what I'm sharing with you can set you completely free from every power and the oppression of the enemy. Anybody that killed Goliath, and of course David did that, right? That simply means the whole family of Jesse, they were free from taxation as far as Israel was concerned. Because somebody stood up. Now let me show you something. Go with me to Hebrew chapter 2, verse number 10. I want to read from the message translation. Hebrews 2, verse number 10. It makes good sense that a God who got everything started and keeps everything going now completes the work by making the salvation pioneer perfect to suffering as to lead all these people to glory. So, first of all, understand this. Jesus came and is leading us 
to the place of glory. Your salvation is going to be perfected. When you use the word perfect, it means to complete. And the completion of your salvation is your physical body. Because you are made up of spirit, soul, and body. Your spirit is saved. Your soul is being saved right now. Your body shall also be saved. And as a matter of fact, we can now begin to experience divine health. Because it's that same spirit that raised up Christ from the grave dwells in you. It shall quicken your mortal bodies. So therefore, sicknesses are supposed to be far from your tabernacle. Are you listening to me? I shared with you the other time when man fell, God said to the serpent, Dust shall be thy food. And remember, man was made of dust. But again, we come to the place for putting on the divine nature of God, we now have the dust of gold. And the serpent was not commissioned to eat gold but dust. We are not dust. We have the divine nature of God. We have dust of gold. Therefore, sicknesses is supposed to be far from your tabernacle. You have to receive this. Are you listening to me? Go to verse 11 now. Since one man who saves, and those who are saved have a common origin, Jesus doesn't hesitate to treat them as a family. And bring you to a place of understanding. Remember, the man that killed Goliath, his own family shall be free from what? From taxes in Israel. Now we have a brother who is Jesus. And it's not ashamed to call us brethren. I'm going to see, make you see how and how. Look at the next thing, verse number 12. Saying, I will tell my good friends, my brothers and sisters, all I know about you. I will join them in worship and praise to you. Again, he put himself in the same family circle when he says, Even I live by placing my trust in God. What it tried to mean is, I put my trust in God, my family members also put their trust in God. This statement is trying to say it's identifying with us. And yet again, I'm here with the children God gave me. Again, verse 13, he put himself in the same family circle when he says, Even I live by placing my trust in God. And yet again, in here, I'm trying to say, 14 now says, Since the children are made of flesh and blood, it's logical. That the Savior took on flesh and blood in order to do what? To rescue them by his death. By embracing death, taking it upon himself, he destroyed the devil's hold on death and freed all who called through life and scared to death of death. It's obvious, of course. That he didn't go to all of this trouble for angels. It was for the people like us, children of Abraham. That's why he had to enter into every detail of the human life. Then when he came before God as a high priest 
to get rid of the people's sin. He will have already experienced it himself. All the pain, all the testing, and will be able to help where help was what needed. So get a point now. Jesus came. If you read from the King James Bible, he said, He destroyed he that had the power of death. And then so set free all those who through their lifetime and the bondage to the spirit of death. Every one of you. The common thing that often strikes your mind is, I'm going to die tomorrow. Little thing happening. I'm going to die tomorrow. COVID-19 is wrong. Yes, I'm going to die through COVID-19. All those crazy thinking will get out of your head. Jesus died as you may be made free. You don't have any obligation for the devil or towards the devil anymore. Because the devil is not ruling your life. Jesus came to destroy the power of the devil and he's done it once and for all. Jesus made it plain to us through his death that we are set free from the power of death. Praise the living God. Are you still with me? Amen. I want you to get this. If you look at it, like I said in King James, verse 14 says, For as much then as the children are partakers of flesh and blood, he also likewise himself took part of the same, that through death, through what? Through death, he might destroy him by how the power of death, and that is the devil. And deliver them who through fear of death, with all their lifetime, not sometime, all their lifetime, subject to what? The bondage, the slaves, to the fear of death. Every moment you're only thinking death. But guess what? The Bible tells us in 1 Samuel, like we read before, any man that destroyed Goliath, his relations are free from taxation. And so because Jesus destroyed the devil, you are free from every imposition of the devil upon your life. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are completely free. I'll make you see what Jesus said in John chapter 8. If the Son of Man will set you free, then you are free indeed. Listen, God spoke to Jeremiah. Jeremiah was kind of complaining and saying a matter of things that he told him. Don't say confederacy to what they say confederacy. Don't let your fear be your fear. Don't let your dread be your dread. What he was telling him is, you won't come out of this imprisonment until you change your language. So you say, your confession brings bondage to your life. All you know how to talk about is how poor I am. You're not going to get out of poverty as long as your confession is that of poverty. Hallelujah. Are you getting what I'm talking about? Oh, how sick I am. You're not going to get out of that sickness until you change your tongue. For life and death are in the power of the tongue. And scriptures say you are free to eat the food thereof. I know I'm past my time. I can't have a baby anymore. You confessing and shutting down your womb. Listen. You are not meant to live by your circumstances. You are meant to live by the word of God. What did God say concerning your situation? 
Can you find a scripture for it? That's the solution you have. That's all you need. Praise the living God. You are not permitted to pay taxes to the devil through sickness. You are not permitted to pay taxes to the devil through, I mean, you can get pregnant. No, no, no. You are not permitted. God doesn't allow that anymore. If we said the devil come to steal, to kill, and to destroy, and yet we have a brother who came to destroy the devil, what is the next thing? You are free from everything the devil was supposed to carry on. But you have to have this understanding. You have to come to that knowledge. You have to come to that truth that my senior brother came and destroyed he that had the power of death, even the devil. And so I'm free. Hallelujah. Listen, your freedom cannot be negotiated. It's a done deal. You are not going to anybody to negotiate your freedom. You are not going to any power to negotiate your freedom. Listen, you are free. I want to declare that to you. In all realms, you are completely free. You can pay taxes to the devil. Again, I repeat, through sickness, through poverty, you can't. All of those things have been taken away. Praise the living God. It destroy he that has the power of death. That the children might be free. Who were always their lifetime, their lifetime, their lifetime. I want you to think about that. Their lifetime subject to bondage of the fear of death. Now, how do you think? Think about that. Praise the living God. You know, I know Christians are the most fearful set of people. But sometimes what shocked me is this they want to go to heaven. But yeah, they don't want to die. How are you going to go to heaven? Hallelujah. I mean, it's so funny. But you see, God did not create you to destroy you so that you go to heaven. No. He wants you to reveal his glory, his power, his dominion. He said, let's make mine an image after a likeness and let them have what? Dominion. Not in heaven, right on the earth. You've not been able to manifest a single act of dominion you want to go away where are you going to hallelujah praise the living god somebody are we together i'm trying to make you understand this this is a simple truth i'm presenting to you how free you are i mean as far as life is concerned you have so much freedom that jesus purchased for you he didn't die for nothing hallelujah he said the trouble is actually a thing of the mind and i made you to understand before now why do you think there was a crown of thorn on the head of jesus listen to me by a stripe on his back you are healed i mean if you remember that it takes care of healing through the stripes why do you think there was a crown on his head the crown was not just mockery the crown was to pierce your mind so that you change your mind the mind is the main factor. You see, Romans 12 tells us, be it transformed by what? The renewing of your mind. So he has to take care of your mind as well, because that's where your middle problem is. For as a man thinker in his heart, so is he. So he set you free, both in your mind, in your spirit, and in your body. Praise the living God. I want you to catch this. Go with me now to John chapter 8. John chapter number 8, verse 35 and 36. Jesus died. You see, don't let his death to be in vain. Don't let what is on the cross to be in vain. 
Don't confess who you used to be before you came to the Lord. There's a big change. There's a reviser. Hallelujah. Amen. I told us last week or two weeks ago. You see, we do not have imputed righteousness. I mean, if you remember that. What we have is what? Impacted righteousness. He impacted his life in us. It's an exchange of life. Like we're trying to say this morning. He exchanged his glorious life for a weak life. He exchanged his glorious life for sick bodies. I shared with you here how the studio made us so understand none of his bones were broken. How I many of you remember that? And if you remember, if you can believe, I am the temple of the Lord. If none of the bones of Jesus are broken and I'm his body, none of my bones should be broken. None of my system should be broken. Praise the Lord. John chapter 5 verse 35. Jesus was speaking to the Pharisees, I mean the Jews. And the servant abided not in the house forever, but the son abided. Now remember, God has given all the spirit of his son, whereby we cry, what? Abba, Father. Servant doesn't abound in the house forever. That means we've come to the house of the father. As sons, we're bound to abound right here. Hallelujah. We are not slaves. We are sons. Look at verse 8. I mean 36. If the son. Therefore shall make you free. Then you shall be free indeed. Did you get that? Slaves doesn't abound in the house. Now. He said you are no longer slaves. But what? Sons. He gave us the spirit of his son. Whereby we cry what? Abba father. So God has come to take away slavery from your mind, slavery from your spirit, and that we pertain to slaves can no longer be your portion. He died to set you free. You must believe this. And if you can come to this understanding, there is that power of God that will begin to walk through you and in you. Praise the Lord. If the Son will therefore set you free, then what? You are free indeed. Slaves does not abide in the house of the father, but sons do, and forever. Hallelujah. If you are in connection with the family of God, you are not a born slave anymore. You are a son in the household of faith. You have natural ties to the house, natural ties to all that is essential as far as God is concerned. To the attributes, the life, everything that God has, you have it because you are an heir right now, a joint heir with Christ. The nature of God should be your focus, and that is what we're talking about. We are not slaves. No, no, no. We are not slaves, and because we are not slaves anymore, the spirit of fear must disappear from your life. Fear of death, fear of sickness, fear of poverty. I mean, all of those things. And the Bible made us understand. Job was speaking and says, What I fear most has happened to me. How many of you understand that? Job, though, was a righteous man. But guess what? Anytime he was having God, his side got out of fear. The children will have a party. 
you go and make sacrifice. Anything they do, perhaps they have seen, perhaps they have seen, perhaps they have seen. And then the next thing, what happened? The devil came and blew everything away. And he made a confession. That which I fear most has happened to me. It's what you fear most that happens to you. Are you listening to me? Anytime you look at your body, I'm sick. I'm sick. I'm sick. I think I'm sick. I, I feel I'm sick. You see, it progresses. You just, I'm sick. I think I'm sick. I feel I'm sick. You're definitely going to be sick. Your body will respond to your thinking. Your thought matters a lot. Praise the living God, somebody. And that's why scripture says, Let the weak say, I am strong. You can't keep on confessing the wrong thing and expect to get things that are right. No. Praise the living God. If the Son, therefore, will set you free, then you are free indeed. And so David killed Goliath. The whole of his family became free from taxation. Jesus came, destroyed the devil. All of his brethren, which is you and I, we became free from every power of the enemy. Is anybody getting this? I need you to get this point down into your spirit. I need you to get this point down into your spirit that you live by this understanding that my senior brother destroyed the strongest man and now I am free from every form of taxation, everything that the devil wants to impose upon your life, you can no longer be subject to that because Jesus destroyed Goliath. The real Goliath was destroyed by Jesus Christ. Praise the living God. We have a relationship with the Father. We are not just servants. No, no, no. Servants can come and go, but we are abiding forever in the fault of the Father. We have natural descent, natural attribute, natural qualities. Everything the Father has is become ours. Because, listen to this. A goat can give birth to a goat. Because there's a gene in the goat. A dog can give back to a dog. Is that okay? A chicken will give birth to a chicken. Therefore God can only give birth to gods. Did you understand what I'm saying? It can't be different. No. It can't be different. You know in our language, you need to understand what I'm saying. Is that okay? You need to know it. What is the nature of God? That is become your nature. Because your father. If a dog would give birth to a dog, a goat would give birth to a goat. Are you following this? A chicken would give birth to a chicken. Who do you think you are? That's why the Bible says in Psalm 82, ye are gods and all of you are the children of the Most High. He said, but you shall die like men because you are not acting like sons of God. Psalm 82, you shall die like men because you don't understand who you are. So what is killing people is killing the children of God because they don't know who they are. Praise the living God. Why did you think a little bit? Think a little bit. All creatures reveal the same identity in the offsprings. See, in the beginning, 
God said, let us make man. You see, the whole gospel of preaching is in Genesis 1, 26 to 28. That is the excess of the gospel. Everything you teach in, everything you need to know is in that passage. Can we get that? Genesis 1, 27. There is nothing beyond that. That is the ultimate of the gospel. And God said, let us make man in our image. After our likeness, 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 and let it have dominion over the fish of the feet, over the fowl of the air, and all of that. But what I'm looking for is that point. Let's make man what in what in our image, and after what our likeness, nothing beyond that. This is the ultimate goal of man. I mean, of God for man. When God said, "Let's make man." He has a definite assignment. He has a purpose. He has a reason. And he said, we need to make this man that will look like us. That's what I told you. God cannot give back to anything less than himself. <laughs> and that may surprise you. Hallelujah. Praise the living God. So, my relationship with God is what matters. My circumstance does not determine my relationship with God and therefore cannot inform what happens to me. No, practically impossible. You connect with God, you become a member of His family. You have rights and you're permanent in that place. And I'm trying to make you understand this. And I said that last week as well. If you remember what I told you, that a child of a king walks in royalty and he or she cannot be easily molested by another person even though they are in the same city. Are you sitting there with me? We have our government there or the Obama Benin and you see the child walking on the road. If care is not taken, you'll be keeping a distance. Am I right? You're just honoring this man. You're just respecting. But remember, you are all in the same city, the same environment. But because he's born into royalty, you cannot just go and talk to the child anyhow. In fact, you don't even see us. Oh, come on now. You don't even see the queen when you get to the palace. Do you? You can't even see the queen. That's a level of honor. The level of royalty that they exhibit just because they belong to a family that's royal. You don't know how royal you are. You don't know the royalty that God has bestowed upon you. You don't know what it means that you are a child of the Almighty Father who created all things. You have no understanding about it. That's why you walk the way you walk. That's why you think the way you think. And that is why you, you are unable. Me, come on, listen to me. Your thinking is going to bring healing to you today. There are some things you will come and say, I reject this. This is not part of my inheritance. This is not part of my family inheritance. Where is your family? God's family. Sickness is not God's family. Are you following what I'm talking about? Barrenness is not part of God's family. You can reject that. It doesn't belong to me. I am free from this. Hallelujah. Men are saying that's what happened to people. Say, well, it doesn't happen to me because I am not part of people. I am from a royal family. I belong to God's family. Praise the living God. Are we see here? Let me show you something. I'm going to take my time now so that I'll be able to finish with you. Act chapter 22. It's a long story. Uh, 
I don't know what to read from. Acts chapter 22, but this is a story. Paul was about to be messed up in a particular city because they were saying he was somebody who has come, is causing trouble, especially the Jews. So let's go to Acts 22. I just want to pick some verses for us here. I don't know. Because it's, it's going to be too long to read. You can read from verse number 1 if you want. But let me take you from verse 26. Acts 22, verse number 26. Now in this instance, Paul was to be beaten. They wanted to beat him. Because the fair was a criminal. And what they said is, man, tie him up and let's examine him. Let him tell us one or two things about himself. So they wanted to flog him. Serious flogging. They've already arrested him, bind his hand together. And then he said, can I please speak to these people? And they said, what do you have to say? Begin to tell the people. Well, I'm a Jew, studied under Gamaliel, very zealous for the things of God. And I was going to Damascus, on the road to Damascus to go get the children of Israel arrested. And God arrested me and spoke to me. And there is something, if you go to read the whole of that passage, that the Bible tells us. He made a statement that when Jesus spoke to him, those who were with him did not understand what he told them. That means the voice of God to you is unique. That is why faith differs. Because of the level of hearing and understanding what God is saying. My faith may not be your faith right now because of the things I've heard God talk to me about. What I know God, I know who God is, changes my perception about it. So it's important, like always keep emphasizing, that you hear God for yourself. Don't depend on somebody all the time to talk to you about God. Anyway, look at verse 26. Acts 22, verse 26. Acts 22, 26. Is that where I am? Sorry, take it from... Uh, let's look at... Go with me to 23. Let's take it from 23, let me see. And as they cried out and cast out their clothes and drew dust in the air, they were saying, arrest this man, do this to him. Look at the next verse. The chief captain commanded him to be brought into the castle and bid that he should be examined by scourging, by flogging. That's what it means. That he might know wherefore they cried so against him. Let's beat him so that he can confess. What's the next thing? Next verse. And as the bandit with tongues, Paul said unto the centurion, that stood by, is it lawful? For you to scourge a man that is a Roman and uncondemned was the next thing. When the centurion heard that, he went and told the chief captain, saying, Take it, what that doest, for this man is a Roman. Was the next thing. Then the chief captain came and said unto him, Tell me, are thou a Roman? He said, Yes. And the chief captain answered, with a great sum obtain this freedom. Hallelujah. 
And Paul said, but I was a freeborn. Praise the Lord. Follow the story. What was the next thing? Then straight away, they departed from him, who shall have examined him. And the chief captain also was afraid after he knew that he was a Roman and because he had bound him. Now, you tell me, what set Paul free from this whole situation? He understood his identity. He knew who he was. Praise the Lord. The chains were loose from him because he simply said, I'm what? A Roman citizen. I'm a free born. I'm not going to trade my right. In other words, why you don't come out of some of the problems you are in is because you shut your mouth. You are unable to declare who you are. You are able to tell the devil who you are. You close your mouth, you're going to die in your bondage. Paul said, listen guys, I am a Roman citizen. I am a free born. You can't do this to me. And the Bible said they were afraid because they bound him. The devil is going to be afraid of you. Yeah. Hallelujah. Everyone that have come against you, when you come to the place of making the full declaration of who you are, they're going to be afraid of you. Yeah. Praise the living God. Guess what? Jesus was walking and here is the devil in the man and saw him and began to cry out, Thou son of God. Have you come to destroy us when it is not yet time? The devil knows who you are, but you don't know who you are. Praise the living God. I told you the last time, the son of Skivas, they were trying to cast out the devil. What was the explanation the devil gave? Jesus, I know. Paul, I know. Who are you? So that's the problem. Who do you think you really are? Because the devil knows who you are more than yourself. They can afflict you because you don't know who you are. They can mess you up because you don't know your true identity. And they know that you don't know. Praise the living God. But by the time you stand on your platform, to say, I am a child of God, born and I am free. I am free through the sacrifice of Jesus. For he whom the Son of Man set free is free indeed. When you start making your declaration, the devil himself will lose your grace from your life. Walk as sons of God. You are no longer slaves. You are sons. For God has given us the spirit of his son. Whereby we cry what? Abba Father. I want you to get to this understanding friends. So that we know that we are not just coming to church. We are here to be educated. To know our rights and privileges. As citizens in the kingdom of God. Praise the living God. I've always made you to understand this. Nigeria, for instance, as a country, cannot collect taxes from Cameroon citizens. Am I correct? You only pay tax in your country. No other country has right to impose taxation upon your life. Don't forget this. You'll be translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. So the power of darkness have no right to impose taxes upon your life. Because you don't belong there. You are a kingdom citizen. Next week I'm going to show you the power of Asylum. If you run now the way this, 
if if you have a problem even in nigeria here and you run into ghana embassy the consulate there at the embassy the nigeria government have no power to come to the embassy and pick you up they have to apply to ghana first it is when ghana gives approval to get you out that's only when they can get you out if they go there to use force to bring you out that means they have declared war against ghana so the embassy of a nation is a nation in another nation and how I many of you understand the bible say we are ambassadors of christ that means we live at the embassy of christ if we are the embassy of christ right here on the earth the devil have no right to touch us anytime he wants to because we are citizens of another climate But this understanding must be done in you. It must come to you. You must come to that realization. I don't belong here. Even though I'm in this world, I am not of this world. What that means is, we are not a product of this world. When you say, I'm not of this world, means we are not a product of this world. Just like the Bible says, Cain was of the wicked one. That means the wicked one was a product of Cain. Cain became a product of the wicked one when he killed Abel. He said, you are, I mean, you are like Cain who was of the wicked one. Are you getting what I'm saying? When he said, I'm not of this world, that means you are not a product of this world. Even though you are living in this world, you are existing in another atmosphere entirely. And that's God's own family, God's own kingdom, completely different from the kingdom of this world. So what happened to them is not supposed to happen to you. Can I hear an amen? Your atmosphere is changing. Yeah. I say your atmosphere is changing. Yeah. Your climate is changing. Yeah. And everything is what? Changing. Why? Because we translated from the power of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. If you have any form of migraine headache on you right now, I see it getting healed. In the name of Jesus Christ. If you have any form of headache that have been persistent. I don't know why. But it's been persistent for such a long time. But it's getting off right now. In the name of Jesus. Things in your life are changing. Stand up for a moment. Stand up for a moment. This is no time. This is no time to shut your mouth. And I want to give you just a few moments to talk to the Father. Remember. Paul said, listen guys, I am a Roman citizen, free bond. And that was all he needed to say, to be free from the bondage of those things that were around him. Begin to talk to the Father in this few moments right now. I just want you to begin to talk to the Father. What is that thing that you are suffering from? What is that bondage that you are into? Just begin to talk to the Father. It's about time you make good declaration. Thank you for listening to Dr. David Ogaga. We know you have been blessed by this station. You can share this message with your friends and loved ones. For more information, inquiries, and free downloads, please visit www.davidogaga.org or you can send us an email admin at gkai.net. God bless you.